Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Cool. Are you ready? I'm ready. So ready. Are you ready for a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday? Uh, yeah. All right. I think Thanksgiving is kind of boring, <laughs> but uh, whatever. Okay, well, this special Thanksgiving episode of Known Unknowns is going to be anything but boring. Yeah. So yeah. this is a bonus episode for Thanksgiving. Bonus. Is that too many buzz? Bonus, 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 bonus. Sorry, I should have let you do it. Do it again. Bonus, 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 bonus. Wow. Yeah, that was so good. Perfect. Whoa, you can see it. Okay, we need to stop talking about waveforms and microphones in this podcast. No one cares i don't i don't either all right well all right we'll... moving on uh-huh uh okay. what's so your... i'm carly i'm harry and this is known, known unknowns, unknowns. <gasps> we could say it together the podcast the thanksgiving episode the thanksgiving bonus episode the bonus episode i can start singing yeah the bonus Carly, what's your favorite thing about Thanksgiving? Or, wait, 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 wait. I don't like Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that's it. Okay. That's People make me mashed potatoes because they know I like them. Well. I mean, everyone always makes them, but then it's like I get there and they're like, Carly, guess what? We have mashed potatoes. Yes. And I'm like, thank you. That's all I really <laughs> wanted. And then that's all I eat. <laughs> Green bean casserole is good when I can eat it. Yeah. It used to be my favorite. Now mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, I can never eat it, so it just kind of makes me sad. Yeah. Oh, the door's open. Let, oh. me go, let me go close it. Can entertain them. Oh, sorry. Um. Okay, what's another... Uh, do I have any theories about the world? Um, I think that... What are you thankful? What's your favorite part uh, about Thanksgiving? I am thankful for... For my favorite part of Thanksgiving. Yeah, what's your favorite? Yeah, not thankful. That's stupid. What's yeah, that your... is my favorite part of Thanksgiving is uh, seeing all my uh, beautiful family who wow. listen to this podcast. What's it like to have a family? <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. Like I don't. I don't know. My, actually, my favorite part about Thanksgiving is my birthday. Oh yeah. So Harry had a birthday. Mm-hmm. On the 21st. Yep. Were we recording on your birthday? I don't no. remember. Because your don't... birthday was last Thursday. Yeah. Wednesday. No, no it was a Thursday. It's yeah. the 21st. But, and, and so we didn't record anything on my birthday. Yeah. We recorded but, uh, last minute. Yeah. So my birthday is always near Thanksgiving. So I always get to have like... I, yeah. Like, Harry's my... always like, I get presents on Thanksgiving. And yeah. I'm like... Well, well, it was always like the day after Thanksgiving when I was little, which was... Oh, boo you. No, that was that was good, because then oh, I got well. to have two two parties, basically. Two parties. I got to have a day all to myself. That's true. You didn't mm-hmm. have to share it with Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, what are you doing? So, Harry put together, or we, we were like, let's do like a chill 30-minute episode and just kind of <laughs> talk about random stuff. And Harry put together, like, I don't know what he did. But it took him a while, and it's like a full-length story. <laughs> and I have two Reddit posts. Hey. One kind of cool, <laughs> and one 
so dumb, Mm -hmm. I just thought it would be funny. So, he's going to start, and I'm going to end it, because his is cooler. Yeah, sorry. No, it's whatever. I didn't want to do any research. Yeah, I know. I'm glad you didn't. Otherwise, this would be longer than a regular episode. Yeah. And we can't have that. No. This is going to be short, everyone, so yay! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, let me just start. uh, My friend Izzy, who listens... Um, she can confirm that foxes do eat chickens, apparently. <laughs> I just wanted to give you all a, an update because I guess we argued about that in episode six mm-hmm. about how foxes do not eat chickens. But uh, Harry was like, yes, they do. And I said, no, they don't. Everyone, everyone knows that foxes eat chickens. No, not everyone. That's, I didn't. That's like the main thing. That... Well, she didn't make me sound stupid when she told me, okay? Okay. This is why I like her more than you. <sighs> okay. Ooh! How, how, can she, how, how can she confirm that? Does she have chickens? Her mom had, has chickens or had chickens, mm-hmm. and one of her mom's chickens was eaten by a fox. Yeah, that happens. So that's how she can confirm. That's like the main and thing chickens are known for. Chickens are known for? Yeah, getting eaten by foxes. No, I think it's possums. What? They get attacked by possums. Great, my friend Grace. Uh huh. She has she had chickens, and they always got eaten by possums or raccoons. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That's why she hates possums. Huh. She'll hit a possum on the road whenever possible. Oh. I love possums. I'm pretty sure it attacked her rooster, Puff Daddy. (laughs) Uh, Her rooster's name was Puff Daddy. It was really mean. But it definitely, like, it ate some of her chickens and then, like, attacked her rooster. Cool. Not cool. Oh, yeah, bad. So, but she was like, a possum did it, so maybe a fox did it. But um, Grace knows stuff, so I'm going to trust her. Okay. All right, anyway, Harry's going to tell us a little fun Thanksgiving-themed story. All these stories are Thanksgiving-themed. Yeah. So, Harry has a good one. Um, so, yeah, so I, you know... I think. Well... We'll see how good it is. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so it's tempting to think of Thanksgiving as a time of uh um I didn't I didn't finish writing out this sentence. I just put in brackets <laughs> good things TK. Um, <laughs> uh but like good. You know, a time of like family and giving thanks for all of our blessings throughout the year and uh you yeah know, i like, hate thanksgiving but okay mm-hmm. i guess most people think you know, it's good whatever yeah or you know alternatively we can think of thanksgiving as a commemoration of when the theft by white europeans of lands inhabited by the indigenous peoples of north america began in earnest yeah um, that's why i don't like thanksgiving yeah and so one of the reasons <laughs> at least I decided to go back and look at the circumstances of the so-called first Thanksgiving. Sweet, so are tearing uh, And apart. see what uh, details I could find that could, uh, you know, maybe serve as foreshadowing or omens of the genocidal relationship that our people would come to have with the land's rightful owners. Oh, shit, that's dark. <laughs> you did say this was kind of dark. That's dark. <laughs> But necessary to discuss, so continue. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, The the Wampanoag uh, were the tribe of people. (laughs) Sorry. Is that inappropriate? Wampanoag. That's not (laughs) us, is it? No, no. they were the tribe. Hey, I really like that name, guys. The Wampanoag? Yeah. The Wampanoag? Yeah, Wampanoag. 
That's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think it's funny. I mean, it's good. <laughs> Sorry, it's continue. A good, it's a good name. Yeah, they were, so they were the... They occupied the region of eastern Massachusetts, uh, where the Mayflower landed. Cool. Um, hey, wasn't your uh, one of your ancestors on the Mayflower? Mm-hmm. Tell that story. Uh, Sorry, I cut two to Harry's story. Seventeen great grandfather, I think. I don't know exactly. Now I, you're worried because your family listens to this, and they're gonna be like, "Bullshit." Right. Uh, he. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, I don't remember his name right now, uh, but he was, he and I think his cabin boy, um, uh, so I think I had two people on the Mayflower, but they, they weren't like pilgrims, they were just, uh, like sailors, they had, he had been to the New World previously, mm-hmm. um, and so they just kind of brought him along, because he, like, knew sort of what North America was like. What? They just brought him along? Well, I mean, because... I remember this story being cooler. Well, he... So, or I guess he was on the Mayflower. That's the cool part about it. Right. Well, the really cool thing is that bef- the, the when he had come to the New World originally, he had been shipwrecked in, like, the Bahamas, I think. Oh, shoot. And uh, he, that, like, yeah, uh, that uh, shipwreck and ship were the inspiration for William Shakespeare's <gasps> The Tempest. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's what was cool about it. Mm-hmm. But he was also on the Mayflower. Yeah, everyone. and uh, yeah, and his cabin boy was involved in the first duel in the in the in North what? America. What? Mm-hmm. Is that your family too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, why were they having sex? Uh, did they get married? I, I, I I'm I gonna say they had a love affair. Why? Why were they my family? Or why were they having a duel? Well, why were both of those people your family? Um, I. They don't, were related? I, I don't know. Well, yeah, they I were think, lovers. I think they were related or, or related lovers. by marriage or something. I'm going to say lovers. Continue the story, the other story. So that's a cool story. Yeah. So okay. that happened. And then... Uh, Sorry. So Mayflower. So Let's transition back into the real right. story. So the Wampanoag. They live in eastern Massachusetts. Um, uh, it's estimated that in the year 1600, there were about 12,000 uh, of them. Uh, about 8,000 lived on the mainland of Massachusetts, and another 4,000 lived on the islands of uh, Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard and a couple of small islands off the coast. Um, but uh, starting in the year 1614, a series of plagues slept, swept through the indigenous, indigenous nations of New England, uh, brought by European expeditions and other colonists and stuff. And so by the time the pilgrims landed in 1620, uh, the mainland population of the Wampanoag was less than 2,000. So oh. they'd gone from 8,000 or uh, more than 8,000 uh, people to because less than 2,000, yeah, in okay. six years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, a lot of, like, sub-tribes and villages um, were completely wiped out during that time. Um, and so this is the what the pilgrims, uh, you know, arrived into on November 11th, 1620. Uh, where they first dropped anchor at the tip of Cape Cod. Is this um, the Mayflower? Yeah, the Mayflower. Mm-hmm. This is when Thanksgiving happened? Uh, sort of. 
Not exactly. Okay. Not, Sorry, not I don't exactly know anything when. about history. We've discussed this. Yeah, no, that's this. okay. Uh, so, yeah, so they first dropped anchor at the tip of Cape Cod, uh, and they'd remained there, uh, like, on the boat for about a month. Um, so during this time, Miles Standish, the military leader of the group, uh, he would lead several of the men on expeditions out along the coast and inland. Um, These are the pilgrims? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're looking for, like, a place to... Uh, a place to settle. To hang out, to mm-hmm. live, to settle. Yeah, and so on one of the first journeys, uh, they found an old, like, apparently uninhabited vi- uh, village um, where they found and dug up Creepy. Native American graves and oh. stole, like, corn that had been left for the dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and on other outings, they found more, like, stores of food and houses which they looted. Oh, um, and so on their last foray onto Cape Cod, they briefly made contact with a group of the native residents um, before they shot at them and ran away back to their ship. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so starting off on a great foot, um, yeah. they decided that maybe that wouldn't be the best place to settle down after all. And so they set off across the, the abandoned village. Yeah, or just the, like that area okay. generally. Okay. Um, and so they, you know, because they'd made it made a bad impression on the locals. Yeah. <laughs> looting Jeez. their graves and shooting at them. Yeah. Um, so they set off a crate across Cape Cod Bay, and on December nineteenth, sixteen twenty, uh, they finally set foot on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock. I've heard of this. Yeah. So that's that's <laughs> where. <laughs> I've heard of this uh, rock. So you know it. It is. Uh, it's not exactly the idyllic scene of like verdant, verdant wilds and clear running streams and a miraculously clear area of land right on the natural harbor there, mm-hmm. as you'd see in like, I don't know, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special and whatnot. The land was clear there, and there were like streams and stuff. Uh, but that's uh, because it was. Uh, before it was Plymouth, it was Acomac, Aco- uh, which was one of the villages where the plague's fatality rate had be- had reached a 100%. What? Um, so it had pre- previously been a village of uh, the uh, occupied oh. by the Wampanoag. Oh, um, Plymouth Rock? Yeah, it used was to... Was an island? No. Or was a little area, I mean? Yeah, it was just like an air- area. It wasn't um, actually a rock? I think there might be a rock there that they call Plymouth Rock. I don't know if that's actually exactly oh. where they first set foot. So the Wampanoag is dead, all of them. No, no. just the people who lived in this village. It was the Patuxet, I think, is the uh, the name of the like sub-tribe that lived in that village. All of them are dead. Oh, shoot. Yeah, okay. they were all killed off in the plague. Okay. Um... Uh, yeah, so the devastation was such that it was still, like, plainly visible to the colonizers. William Bradford, the eventual governor of the colony, wrote in his history of Plymouth, uh, thousands of them died until the living were not able to bury the dead, and their skulls and bones were found in many places lying still above the ground where the houses and dwelling places had been. No. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, you know, so not the most pleasant scene uh but at this point the pilgrims were desperate to you know get find a place to live and so they started right away to build their new town okay um but so through most of the winter though they didn't have enough 
built for people to start living off of the ship. They stayed on it, um, or well, they first started like moving people off of the Mayflower at the end of January, and like the last people like moved into a house in town in like March, I think. They finally moved everyone, all the pilgrims off the Mayflower. But uh, during that winter, when they were still on the Mayflower, um, in those close quarters, disease swept through the Mayflower, killing pilgrims and sailors uh, almost like every day. What disease? A few a week. Um, I think it was... The plague? It was a combination of... Uh, I, don't, I don't remember exactly what it was. Like okay. scarlet fever so and started the f- to die. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so of the original 102 colonists who had originally set sail, oh, uh, by the time of the first Thanksgiving, uh, only 53 remained. So your relative was in this. Mm-hmm. Did he die? No. I don't Did think... he survive? Mm-hmm. <gasps> what? Yeah. Cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Only, I think Stephen Hopkins. That's his name. Yeah. Oh, God. Wait, uh-huh. these people aren't good. Oh, shit. Yeah. You uh, have sucky. We all have sucky ancestors, but yeah. ooh, so... you know it. <laughs> ah! Okay, yeah. sorry. So only seven people on the ship avoided sickness altogether, like didn't get sick at all during that time. Whoa. And of the surviving uh, pilgrims, only four of them were adult women. So, uh, oh, I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Um, women came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, if you're starting a colony, you need to be able to like sustain it with a population. Gotta have children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, women and children came, and okay. Only, but only four women. Uh, a lot were of the children there. died. Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Um, so the pilgrims were afraid of the natives. Um, they, you know, they already thought of them as godless, ruthless savages. Uh, but now they'd fired the Native at Americans. Yeah, oh, okay. and now they'd fired at them and desecrated their graves. Um, so they were worried that if they appeared weak, uh, the the Wampanoag, the people already living there, would take advantage and attack. Um, so when they buried their dead on top of the hill, Coles Hill near town. Uh, they'd take great care to smooth out the ground and plant grain on top of the graves. So it wasn't noticeable that they were graves? Yeah, that yeah, that so many of them were dying. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So they didn't, they so didn't, they didn't, they didn't seem want, weak. Got mm-hmm, it. Yeah. Um, there were guard posts that they built around the village. Um, and so when there weren't enough healthy people to man them, they would set up the corpses of no. dead people to make it no. look like they were occupied. Oh, my God. No. Mm-hmm. Ew. Oh, God. That's so gross. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, But their fear of the natives subsided after they met Tisquantum, uh, better known to English speakers as Squanto. Squanto? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. He's, you, you, you heard about him in school. Probably. Uh, he, was, he was a member of a subtribe of the Wampanoag called the Patuxet, who were the people who, who used to live at Ekomak, um, that town that uh, was uh, completely uh, demolished. Okay. Um, so when Europeans used to come to the Americas for fishing and trapping expeditions um, and so in order to boost their profits, they would often kidnap members of the indigenous peop- <gasps> tribes to sell as slaves when they returned to Europe. Oh, my God. Uh, Wait, so... why am I acting so surprised? <laughs> I... Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in 1614, 
uh, one such expedition uh, when uh, came through the Patuxet territory, uh, where they took captive several people, Tisquantum among them. Uh, he would, the, You're confusing me. The English people, uh, okay. Thomas Hunt. Okay. Uh, anyway, they took Tisquantum, who was in, enslaved in England, where he worked building ships and uh, learned English. Um, it was also during this time that he was given the name Squanto. Um, and through some series of events, he ended up back in New England in 1618, where he was working for an expedition, Ooh. not uh, Squanto, to Squantum. Okay. Uh, so he, all right. Uh, so Squanto eventually came and like befriended the pilgrims after they landed there. He was, he had lived at, at when that was the village that it, that got destroyed. That's where he'd lived. Um, okay. But before like six years before the plague came and before the pilgrims came, he had been kidnapped and sold as a slave in England. Oh. Um, and so as a slave, he was like sold to diff some different people and like over somehow ended up on an expedition back to the New World in 1618, um, where he uh, where he was working on for an expedition. Uh, some members of the crew of that expedition went ashore on Martha's Vineyard to trade with members of the local tribe. Uh, one thing led to another, and all the white people were either ended up dead or running injured back to their boat, and Tisquantum was taken away with the locals. And then he somehow ended up be coming back to uh, the uh, Wampanoag and becoming uh, some notable member of them. And then once the pilgrims came, he uh, came and like befriend, befriend, befriended them. Uh, so in the spring of 1621, he meets the pilgrims who are building a colony on top of the location where the town he was born and lived most of his life in uh, was. Um, so who knows what was going through his head then, what is his mind seeing this happening, uh, but he dedicated himself, for whatever reason, to teaching his ancestral home's new tenants how to survive. Uh, he like taught them you know, how to grow the crops and stuff. Who was he teaching? The pilgrims. Okay. You didn't say pilgrims. Okay, I, that's... What did no, you say? I said, <laughs> okay, so I said, in the spring of 1621, he meets the pilgrims who are building a colony on top of the... Yeah, that was a long time ago. You said that a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I know. But was, And then I said, uh, who knows what was going through his mind, but for whatever reason, he dedicated himself to teaching his ancestral homes, new tenants, how What's to survive. ancestral homes, new tenants mean? I mean, like, the pilgrims. I mean, this... What? Just say pilgrims! Fine. Yes, this is why I don't understand what you say. This is why I'm, just the whole time, I'm like, okay. Okay. Because you don't use normal people words. <laughs> Pilgrims. Pilgrims, okay. Not ancestral homes, new tenants. What? Continue. Sorry. <gasps> um... Okay, so he negotiated a treaty between the leader of the Wampanoag, Massasoit, and the pilgrims, uh, you know, each side agreeing to, like, trade peacefully with the other and, like, not to, like, expand their territory too much and not, like, take territory by force. Um, um, and about a year after the first Thanksgiving in late 1622, Tisquantum became ill with a fever and died. He was the last of the Patuxet, uh... Uh, people who had lived there before 
Okay. Poor guy. Yeah. Anyway, um, so some years later, once Plymouth had established itself as a stable colony, uh, more Europeans uh, were arriving and they formed another settlement uh, short ways up the coast. Um, you know, much like the Mayflower group they had been, they were scared of a potential attack by the people who they saw as savages. Um, and so wanting to prevent that from happening, Miles Standish, who was the military leader of the Pilgrims, the Plymouth Colony, he arranged a meeting with the leaders of two nearby uh, indigenous tribes. Uh, he met with them alone, and before beginning negotiations, he stabbed them both to death. Who stabbed who? The... What? I have a hard time keeping up. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Miles Standish, who was... The military, who? who he was like the m- military leader of the pilgrims, he was like in charge of okay. So, who stabbed who? He stabbed he, so he set up a meeting with these two like uh Native American chiefs of the tribes. Um, and so when he got to that meeting, he he, he stabbed, stabbed them, yeah, both of them. Why? It's because so that they wouldn't invade the town that was starting nearby. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. He, That's mean. Yeah. Okay. That's why I'm telling you about it. Okay. <laughs> um. So after Massasoit passed away, leadership of the Wampanoag passed to Metacom, Metacom. I don't know. Um. It was also known as, known as King Philip. Um. Massasoit was the leader of the Wampanoag. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's, King Philip saw his people's land being taken away, the English exporting all of their natural resources, you know, his people being subjugated and mistreated. And so by the summer of 1675, he had had enough. Um, he launched an assault on Plymouth, um, allying with the Algonquin as well. Uh, on, he launched, launched an attack on Plymouth and the surrounding settlements, um, but the English and their colonies beat the Wampanoag, beat the indigenous people back, though. And on in August of 1676, King Philip was shot and killed, effectively ending the war. His body was brought back to Plymouth, where it was hung, drawn, and quartered. And his head was displayed on a spike in the town square for 20 years afterward. It's gross. It is gross. Yeah. Whose head was displayed? He was the the leader of the Wampanoag. After he like tried to uh, oh. after he like started a war with them, they they so beat them and killed him. No. Oh. What? What do you mean? What? Um, what about what, Thanksgiving? What was the story about? This is this is about Plymouth and Okay. The place where I don't know anything the about first history. Thanksgiving was. I guess. You aren't very good at explaining things to someone who doesn't know anything about history. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't. I, I, I'm sorry. I hope yes. you guys understood it. Plymouth I Plymouth Plantation is where the pilgrims landed and had the first Thanksgiving. I'm just telling you about it. Okay, so that's Thanksgiving. So after they ate with all of them, then they killed them. Yeah, basically. Okay. So in the thanks, they landed in 1620. In 1621, after Tusquantum helped them like grow crops and stuff and learn how to hunt there, he they had the first Thanksgiving 
things went okay after that for a while. Then they, you know, were getting greedy and like taking up all the land and pushing out the Wampanoag. And so King Philip, uh, king, king of the Wampanoag people, started a war with them. They killed him and cut off his head and uh, had it in the town square for 20 years after that. Hmm. Um, so for, you know, centuries to come, uh, Plymouth's bloody history would come back. Um, uh, so quoting from The Pilgrim Republic by John A. Goodwin, he relates that uh, in a storm of 1735, a torrent pouring pouring down Main Street or Middle Street, made a ravine in Coles Hill and washed many human remains down into the harbor. Mm. Uh, so the the place where like the pilgrims had like originally buried like all their dead people, oh. uh, and so like a little over a hundred years later, a big rainstorm like opened it up and like yeah it's had like going through town just oh. all kinds of old human remains. Um, in 1809, a, f- a skull with especially fine teeth was exposed, I think also in Coles Hill. Uh, in 1855, um, several graves were exposed um, when they were like doing some work on Coles Hill there. In one grave lay two skeletons pronounced by surgeons male and female. Um and is there anything else in 1879 during some work on the southeast side of the hill many more bones were unearthed and some with questionable tastes were carried away by the spectators in remembrance of their renowned sires these bodies were all found buried with their feet to the east but uh, and so all the bodies that came up in a whole Coles Hill and some that I guess they took up later were reinterred in 1920 in a granite monument called the Sarcophagus, uh, which stands overlooking the harbor. Um, the inscription reads, the monument marks the first burying ground in Plymouth of the passengers of the Mayflower. Here, under cover of darkness, the fast dwindling company laid their dead, leveling the earth above them, lest the Indians should know how many were the graves. Or that's part of the inscription. Anyway, so okay. yeah, so that's what I have about um, events somewhat pertaining to the first Thanksgiving. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. What? Stop. Okay. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess I'll read mine then. Okay, yeah, what do you have? I have two Reddit posts. This one's called Thanksgiving Ghost. Cool. And it's someone who saw a ghost on Thanksgiving. Hey. Because I am sticking with the spooky theme. (laughs) Sorry. Not a history lesson. You said that was fine. (laughs) I know. Um, a few years ago, I was at my parents' home for a family dinner on Thanksgiving Day. This was the... Oh, no. It disappeared. No! Why is it doing this? Hang on, it disappeared, everyone. Okay. This is the house I grew up in, and I've never experienced anything paranormal. What happened to me this day was very surprising, and still bothers me to this day. 
I spent the early part of the day helping my mother in the kitchen preparing dinner. We were laughing and talking and looking forward to sitting down to eat, eat with the whole family. While making pumpkin pies, my mother needed a break from the heat of the kitchen and went into the living room to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I stayed in the kitchen and continued to work. While making pies, I needed to go to the pantry to get some ingredients. The pantry is located down a short hallway connecting the kitchen with the back of the house. I grabbed the items I needed and headed back to the kitchen. I was almost back to the kitchen when I remembered that I forgot to grab something and quickly pivoted around to head back to the pantry. Ooh, sorry. To my shock, there was a man standing near the area I just was. It must have been two to three seconds, even though it felt like forever, and then he was gone. I have never seen this man before, but I can remember he was wearing overalls and a hat. The most disturbing thing for me was it seemed as though he reacted to me. It was like he was either shocked that I saw him or he was shocked to see me. Mm. After seeing this man, I decided not to tell my mother or father. It wasn't until months later I finally felt comfortable enough to tell my mom about it. She was interested but said she had never seen anything unusual happen in her 35 years she lived in the house. I know what I saw. I know he was there. My question is why? Who is he? Why did I see him? In my 28 years of living and now visiting my childhood home, I have so many great memories, but the two to three seconds on that Thanksgiving day seems to be burned into my mind more than anything else I have experienced in the house. Mm, very weird. So they were like getting something from the pantry and then they, when they walked away, there was someone else standing right there? Yeah, they like walked away and then they walked back to the pantry. They like walked away and they're like, oh, I forgot something. Uh -huh. Turned back around to the pantry and there was someone standing there. Oh. And but he, I he like that he was shocked. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, well, that's like a, I don't know, that's like a cool, interesting way to think about like I ghosts. Would scream. Like, I th it's less of like spirits, like who like stay around after they're dead, but more like an overlapping of like time, time overlapping on itself. Mm -hmm. so, that, so they were both like, "I'm so seeing that, like, a they freaking were, ghost." Yeah, like someone who lived in that house before. Like, what if they like saw a ghost of someone approaching them while they were standing at the pantry yeah that is weird yeah mm -hmm. that's Ugh, that's creepy yeah i know that because he the fact that he seems shocked right that's so weird okay ready for the next one yeah okay so this one i was just looking on reddit and i was like thanksgiving ghosts is what I was looking at. Okay. And so I found one that was titled A Spooky Thanksgiving Ghost Slash Wizard Story. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. This cool. is dumb. Don't look. This is stupid. What uh? What subreddit is this from? R slash. Trees. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh, I get it. Oh. It's weed. Oh, okay. It's a... Uh... Yeah, but, but I saw a spooky Thanksgiving ghost slash wizard story, so I right. read it, and I was like, oh. But uh, but it's funny, so I'm going to read good. it. I want to hear That's about it. That's it. It's just I mean, funny. I want to know Thanksgiving wizard weed story. It doesn't... Okay. Okay. When I, I'm assuming this happened on Thanksgiving because it doesn't mention Thanksgiving. <laughs> so I'm assuming this is what happened on Thanksgiving Day to him. Okay. I guess. So, whenever I'm asked if I believe in ghosts, I've always said no. That is before this incident occurred. It started with my bong, with my bong and I hanging out in my apartment. 
We were at a solid 7.5 since I just got this really good stuff yesterday. It gave me the munchies. I was pretty stoned. I decided I wanted to go out and get pizza alone. First mistake. It was a crisp autumn day outside. That's why I'm like, was it Thanksgiving? Why wouldn't you say Thanksgiving? But why would a pizza place be open? Anyway, like pretty much anywhere else in Philly, there were like seven pizza joints within a fucking block. Before I could reach them, though, I encountered a mysterious old man walking in my direction. Yes! The wizard! Yep. He wore raggedy clothes and a jaggedier beard or in a raggedier beard and matched his steps with a walking stick or what could have been a greater staff of conjuration plus seven yeah wizard i was too high to tell the difference so i said to him so are you a wizard (laughs) and he's all like yeah man and i say really and he says i'll prove it Name any magical favor, and I will conjure it to the best of my ability for you. (laughs) But I'm just uh, so hungry, so I'm like, dude, I'm just hungry. Could you make me a pizza? And shazam! Poof! That's what he wrote. And just like that, he turned me into a pizza. (laughs) I took a bite, and it was so goddamn delicious that I just had to tell him. But he was gone. What? (laughs) So now, whenever somebody asks me if I believe in ghosts, I no longer answer no. I answer no, but I believe in wizards. And then it says TLDR. What does that mean? Too long, didn't read. So if you didn't want to read the whole thing, come down here to give you a summary. Okay, well, his summary is, I have to sleep in the freezer so I don't grow mold. (laughs) I prefer to say I get to, though. So he's still a pizza. And then the comments, what kind of weed are you smoking and where can I get some? Nice. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, <laughs> had nothing to do <laughs> with anything, but I thought it was funny, so I read it. I think it was funny, too. I'm glad you read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Um, Izzy fine. was like, you should talk about the Roanoke colony, which you should have because that was interesting. Yeah, but that's not connected to Thanksgiving at all. Yeah, but they're pilgrims. No, they aren't. They're just colonists. Oh, fuck. All right. They just... I thought you were going to talk about it, and so I told her, I think Harry's talking about it, but I lied. He's not. No, I'll talk about it in another episode. Nah. Well, I will, because I think it's interesting. Okay. (sighs) Better be interesting. Better not be some history lesson I don't understand, like all of your other stories. (gasps) Well, okay. Uh, you, you (laughs) You can do it story about the roanoke colony no thanks okay i prefer a solid ghost story or a fun conspiracy yeah no thank you that seems too real for me Hmm. too historical too factual (laughs) not enough actual mystery other than they disappeared uh so that's all i got okay that's all you got, right? Um, that's all I got, yeah. Carly. What? 
what what um supernatural being are you most thankful for? Oh, supernatural being. Am I most thankful for? Or what uh what cryptid are you most thankful? I don't know. I'm trying to think is that a better question if I Well, no, it? I like supernatural being. I'll answer both. Okay. So, cuz I feel like they're a little different. Yeah. I guess Mothman is the combination of both for me. So, I'm going to say Mothman. You're, mo- you're thankful for Mothman? Yeah, but I'm also thankful for the vanishing hitchhiker in Chicago. Okay. Because I it's think one, that's really dope. The the one that you talked about in our first episode? Yes. Mm-hmm. Resurrection Mary. Um, and then cr- just flat out cryptid. Let me think. Okay. Um, probably the Loch Ness Monster. Nessie. It's a, yeah. Right? I, Nessie's a good one. Yeah. I like, I like Nessie. What about you? Um, my, what, what, uh, what supernatural being am I most thankful for? And or cryptid. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Santa Claus. I think that he brings joy to children across the world. Santa Claus doesn't count. What? He's not a cryptid or supernatural being. Yes, he is. No, he's He's not. He's a supernatural being. He's not real. He's magic. Oh my god. Okay, fine. Santa Claus. All right. Next. Uh... I don't want to hear why. It's ridiculous. (laughs) What's next? Um, oh, what's next? What else are you? Th- oh, what, what else am I thankful for? Supernatural being, or was oh. that your supernatural? Yeah, that was being? my supernatural being. Okay, I'm done with this. We're not talking anymore about this subject. Okay. Or talking anymore. Oh. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. I hope you guys all have a happy Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed that history lesson. It was a little creepy, I guess. He was like, it's really creepy. It's more I, creepy. And I'm like, okay. And then I listened to it and I'm like, this it wasn't, is something I would have read in a textbook all in right. school. It wasn't that, it wasn't very <laughs> on theme, but this isn't a mainline no, episode. No, it so wasn't I can, very on theme. I can do it. This isn't, a, this is like a, not a real episode, so I can do whatever I want. Okay, fine. Well, mm-hmm. have a f- Fun holiday if you celebrate Thanksgiving. If not, if you live in, say, Belgium, you won't. Belgium. Belgium. You, I, I, you said to, you told me to say Belgium, so I, so I did. Oh, sorry. If you live in Belgium, <laughs> I guess you won't really care. But maybe you'll be interested in the weird pilgrim story. I don't know. Yeah. Thanksgiving is a holiday that we eat turkey <laughs> with family members, and then we sit around in a circle and say what we're thankful for. Right. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then we fall asleep watching football. Yeah, like trash people. Yeah, football's a garbage sport for garbage people. Garbage. All yeah. right, we need to end this because right. it's getting on. Yeah, it's after getting 40 on. minutes, all and right. I don't like that. I've been Harry. I'm still Carly. And this has been... Known Unknowns. Uh, Watch for falling rocks. Because it's weird out there. Bye. Bye. Bye.